Judge someone by their questions rather than their answers. Voltaire. You're trying to make good decisions with money. One of the things that we are trying to do on this podcast is to help you make better decisions with your money, to help you make wise decisions with your money. Sometimes we will simply decide what to do or what not to do and never give it a second thought. Other times we will debate endlessly in our minds and never make a decision because we just can't. Of course, indecision is a decision, and often the lack of decision results in a worse outcome than if we'd made even a suboptimal decision. But what about those times when we feel like we have made a decision, but we're trying to check it, or we're not 100% confident in what we're doing? Today, we're going to talk about three questions to ask in those scenarios. What happens when you've already made a decision and you're trying to double-check that decision before implementing it. Three questions that will help ensure that you are making the right decisions. And that's coming up on the Retirement Mentorship Podcast. Three questions for better decisions. These are adapted from a podcast I heard by Carl Richards. I couldn't find the podcast, otherwise I would link directly to it, uh, but I uh, do have a link in the show notes to his general podcast, and he's got a lot of great content out there, so I don't want to pretend like I came up with these, but I think they're excellent, and I think you should know what they are. So in three questions to double-check your decisions after you feel like you've already made one. For each of these questions, we're going to look at four scenarios, and we're going to keep them financial. You can use these questions to double-check any decision that you're making in any of life, but obviously we'll keep them financial for this show. Let's assume we're trying to decide on four different items and that we've come to the following answers. So the first scenario is, should I speculate on this investment? You have some opportunity, you've heard some things, you've done some research, on putting money not quite into an investment, right? Because we, we don't have a proven track record like we do with you know equity investing or real estate investing. So maybe fall more in the speculation category. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'll leave a link to the difference between speculating and trading and investing. Let's say you have an opportunity, you evaluate it, and you've decided, yes, I should commit money to this investment, the speculation. And so that's the decision, and you're trying to double-check that, right? Or, you know, you're wondering, should I buy life insurance? And you have provisionally decided that not right now, or, or maybe not even consciously decided that, but you haven't acted, and your lack of a decision is a decision itself to not do it right now, right? And, and so you realize maybe this is a question that you've had on your mind for a while, and you haven't given an affirmative answer and it's been a not right now, and you're trying to double check if that indecision is good, or even if, or even if you should officially decide to not do it right now. Or in the third scenario, we'll look at uh, you know should I complete my estate plan? Do I really need this? And you've answered, I'll do it later. So that's the answer you're trying to double check. And in the fourth scenario, you know should I pull my money out of the equity market? It's going down. Should I take it out, cut some losses, wait for things to even back out for this crisis to be over? And you've answered, I think so. I think I should pull this out. And that's the answer you're trying to double check with these questions. So here's the questions and we'll we'll go 
through the three questions, and then we'll hit each of the scenarios with those questions. So question number one is, what is the best that could happen if I'm right? And so you've already made the decision, and now you're double-checking that. And so what is the best that could happen if I'm right? And the second question is, what is the worst that could happen if I'm wrong? Right, so first question, what is the best that could happen if I'm right? And the second question, what is the worst that could happen if I'm wrong? And then the third question, have I ever been wrong before? Have I ever been wrong before? Let's look at those three scenarios again, and we'll apply some hypothetical answers. I'm just going to answer in the I format, but answering hypothetically uh, how we might do this and the decision that we've made and how we would work through these questions for each of these scenarios. In the first scenario, should I speculate on this investment? We've decided, yes, we've done a lot of research. It seems really good. It seems like it's likely to, to pay big time. And so you, you ask, okay, I think I should do this. What's the best that could happen if I'm right? And, you know, the investment could take off. You could earn 20 to 30% annual returns instead of the, the common you know, 10% trendline returns of the general equity market. And based on all that, you think this is a great decision. Right? The, the best that could happen is I could make more money than I would otherwise make working my investment plan. So what's the worst that could happen if I'm wrong? Well, the speculation could go to zero. There isn't a proven track record. There's some evidence that it could be good in the future, but there's no evidence that it has worked in the past because it hasn't. It doesn't have the same track record as an investment. That's why it's a speculation. And if it all, if I'm wrong, it could all go to zero and I could lose every dime I've committed to this speculation. And then question number three, have I ever been wrong before? Uh, yeah, last time. Yeah, I, I guess when I really think about it, I've done this before. Uh, you know, this time it feels different. It feels like this is a, a more sure thing than the last time I tried speculating. I didn't call it speculating then, but I've been listening to the Retirement Mentorship Podcast and I realize this is speculating. Um, but I was confident last time too. And, and so I have been wrong on this before. Right, So there's the best that could happen. I can make more money than I am otherwise making. The worst is that I could lose all my money, and I have lost money before. And so how might this change? How might applying these three questions to this scenario change the decision? And perhaps after asking these questions, we decide not to do it at all. Or maybe you still want to because of all the evidence that could, but when you really think about the downside and the fact that you've lived that before, maybe you decide to decrease the amount you were going to put into the speculation to the amount you're willing to lose and no more and just put the rest in your equity investment plan. And so that's how double checking your decision in that scenario might impact the ultimate decision you make and the one that you implement. Scenario number two, should I buy life insurance? We've decided not now, either consciously or unconsciously. And so what is the best that could happen if I'm right? You know, if, I, if I'm right and not doing it right now, what's the best that could happen? I could save 50 bucks a month and enjoy more entertainment, right? It, obviously, how you would be answering this question would be different based on your situation. But in, in the hypothetical scenario here, I could save 50 bucks. 
And what's the worst that could happen if I'm wrong? I guess I could die unexpectedly and my grieving family would be in a tight pinch with no money because uh, they're expecting me to make the money. Okay. Have I ever been wrong before? Yeah, a bunch of times. I guess, you know, I never thought I'd be in this career field. Never thought I'd end up here, but here I am. Uh, so maybe I'd be wrong about this too. And how? So how might these questions then change that decision? So perhaps... In your case, you decide, you know what, it's 50 bucks. I'll suck it up. I'll get the coverage. You're right. The downside is is worse than the upside. And so I'm going to change that decision. Scenario number three, should I complete my estate plan? And you've decided that you'll just do it later. And then you ask these questions. What's the best that could happen if I'm right? Well, the best that could happen if we decide to delay doing an estate plan is that I could save time and money. I don't have to do the estate plan now. I don't have to meet with a planner. I don't have to meet with an attorney. I don't have to put in the work to think about who I should name in my will or in a trust or who I should designate as a trustee or as a power of attorney. I don't have to do any of that. And I don't have to pay the hundreds of dollars or maybe thousands of dollars that it takes to to get it done. Uh, so that's the best that could happen. What's the worst that could happen if I'm wrong? Well, I could... Again, die unexpectedly, and my family would have to sort out this huge mess and pay lots of money to attorneys and taxes. Probably more money, now that I'm thinking about it, than it would cost to actually just get it done, and certainly a lot more headache. Have I ever been wrong before? Yeah, I guess I never thought I'd live here, but here I am, so life doesn't always work out the way that that I plan. Uh, Makes me think. How might that change my decision on getting an estate plan? You know, maybe you decide, you know what? At the end of the day, a whole bunch of what I have is going to pass to my kids. I'm not, I'm not going to spend down everything I have in retirement to nothing and then leave them 20 bucks. You know, part of the plan is to leave them an inheritance. And an organized inheritance that comes from an estate plan is going to be worth more than paying a couple hundred bucks now to get it done correctly. And it'll save them tons of headache. So you know what? I just got to get this done. Let's just do it. And scenario number four. Should I pull out of the equity market? You've provisionally decided, yeah, it seems like a good thing. I'll take a slight loss. um, But I should do this. And so you ask the questions. What's the best that could happen if I'm right? Well, I, I could take a slight loss. I'm down now from where I was before. But it would prevent my money from falling any further. And I could get back into the market towards the bottom and, you know, get out at a relative high and then get in lower. And I could make that spread and I could make a killing on uh, on timing that out a little bit better. So that's the best that could happen. What's the worst that could happen if I'm wrong? Well, I pull it out and it ends up being at the bottom, right? I thought it was going to go down way further, which is why I pulled it out. But I guess technically this could be the bottom. Today could be the bottom. Whenever I decide to take it out could be the bottom or close to the bottom. And then I would be left out of the market as the market keeps going up without me. And I'd be missing out on tons of gains, thousands, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars in gains and, and wondering when to get back in. So I guess that's the worst that could happen. Question number three, have I ever been wrong before? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did this in 2008 too. Uh, I don't think I got in when it was low. 
I, I pulled out for sure, not at the top, somewhere down the slide. It wasn't at the bottom, but it, it was it was down there, and I don't think I got in when it was any lower. Pretty pretty sure I lost a bunch on that one. And so how might these questions change that decision? Perhaps you decide, you know what? I know that I'll have great long-term returns if I just leave it alone. If I don't mess with it, if I don't touch it, I know that there's volatility. And if I, if I just leave it, I'm going to have great returns. It's time to start believing that. Um, I've got a plan. I know the plan will work if I don't mess with it. Any mess, any any changes that I make, the deviations will probably only make it worse. I'm, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to stick to the plan and stop watching the news and stop checking the account and just let it do its job. So that's the, that's the questions, right? And those are all hypothetical answers. Uh, for the record, I've got, <laughs> I don't speculate personally with my own money. I've got all my life insurance estate plan and I don't ever pull out of the market. And those are the questions. What is the best that could happen if I'm right? What is the worst that could happen if I'm wrong? And have I ever been wrong before? So before you make changes to your investment plan, right? Or before you drop an insurance or add one, or before you make some of these bigger financial moves, after you feel like you have a good decision, just double check your answers. Because maybe you had maybe that you had said, hey, should I buy life insurance? And you decided yes. Okay, what's the best that could happen if I'm right? Well, it seems weird, but I suppose the best that could happen is if, if I were to die, then my family would have tons of money that I would be taken care of and I'd leave a legacy of you know, even though I wouldn't be here to to take care of them, I would at least still be taking care of them even while I'm gone. Okay, what's the worst that can happen if I'm wrong? Uh, if I never die early, then I spend a few bucks on some premiums, and it's not even as expensive as my homeowner's insurance, and I'm definitely going to keep that. So, okay, that's not that bad. And have I ever been wrong before? All the time. But losing a few bucks in monthly premium is not a big deal. So, yep. My decision to get life insurance is a good one, right? So you won't always overturn your decisions by doing this, and sometimes you will. And I think these questions help us confirm good decisions and help us amend or even overturn what, in hindsight, would have been a bad decision. So take a moment, ask those questions. What's the best that could happen if I'm right? What's the worst that could happen if I'm wrong? And have I ever been wrong before? And we'll all make better financial decisions. If you enjoyed that, you would love being part of our free membership community. It's called Retire Membership and it has a host of benefits all for free. For example, you can always buy my book, 3D Retirement Income on Amazon. But if you join us at Retire Membership, we will send you either a hard copy or paperback for free, provide the ebook and the audiobook so that you can listen to it if you don't have time to read it. In addition to that, we'll also provide you with a bunch of content that you can't get anywhere else. For example, we have our quarterly retire mentorship magazine, which comes out quarterly and has no ads whatsoever. It's just timely content to help you stay the course. We also have workbooks for our free online workshop to help you get the most out of those, flowcharts to help you make better decisions, and a weekly email to provide timely content that you can unsubscribe from at any time. 
We never ask for any payment information and we never share your information with anyone else. We just want to provide timely content and help you stay the course to retire successfully and stay successfully retired. There's no reason to wait. So join us now at retiremembership.com where you can click in the link in the description and it'll go right there. We can't wait to see you in the community. Cheers. This podcast is educational only and is not investment, tax, or legal advice.